Triple Whale has just launched a simple finance platform called FinHub, and I'm already loving it. One simple dashboard for all the tools and accounts you're already using, so you can gain clarity with your consolidated data, your real-time cash flow, your accrual P&Ls. It's designed to help those brands that are built on Shopify to operate smarter. So go over to triplewhale.com and check it out. Once you really understand what you want, what works, what doesn't, that's a great time to look at really ramping up into more of a paid influencer campaign where now you're exchanging dollars for the post. Welcome back to Fitstop. Joining me here for episode three is Brad, who's Chief Growth Officer at the OutLoud Group, one of the premier influencer marketing agencies working with brands like Bose and creators like Mark Roper. And in this episode, we are going to be talking about when the right time to transition to a paid influencer program is. Now, there was a great quote in Abe Lincoln Vampire Hunter that said, time waits for no man. And I feel like it could be adjusted for time waits for no brand with iOS 14.5 coming here, iOS 15 coming down. I think that, like you said, in episode one or two, we're really at the early days of influencer marketing, even if it doesn't always seem like that, if it feels like something that's been going on forever. But it's easy to say that the best time to to start influencer marketing was 10 years ago, and the second best time is, is today. Let's talk about what that means to transition to influencer marketing, and maybe even starting with, to clarify and calibrate what the different types of influencer programs are. So, I mean, there, there really are so many different ways you could approach influencer marketing. It can get nuanced pretty quickly. But to start, you're either paying an influencer or you're not paying an influencer, right? And so I think one of the most powerful things a brand can do in their early days is to get product into the hands of people who have a megaphone, and that's creators. Do what you can to share your product or service with as many influencers as possible. A lot of them are excited to be able to have something new and unique to share with their audience. And sure, it's hand-to-hand combat. It's not easy to do, and it can take a lot of time. But we always recommend to brands, do as much as you can for free. In fact, I mean, even when we're running, you know, multi-million dollar campaigns for brands, a lot of them are still doing this. They, they still have a part of their team or maybe they outsource it. They're trying to work with really small content creators to be able to get product in their hands and to have them advocate at a really grassroots level. So I think that's sort of like the baseline level. And then when you start to pay creators, now, you know, there's there's so many different things you can do. Of course, we all know there's so many different social media platforms, but sort of independent of the platforms, you can either run and ask the creators to advocate for your brand with their organic reach, right? So just posting something on their channel, or you could do a paid influencer program. I mean, at the end of the day, those are the two big buckets. So if you're putting paid spend, you're basically paying to enhance the audience that the creator already has. So you're looking at a bit of an inorganic audience. And so those are kind of the big buckets that I think a lot of people rightfully think about when they think about influencer marketing. But of course, there's a lot of nuance and there's a lot of different options you could follow inside of the paid bucket. I think that's so powerful of just getting your product into the hands of influencers, especially as you're starting to get your minimum order quantities up. Oftentimes the extra cost of goods sold will be your most efficient marketing spend just by getting it out there, especially if you've ever tried to coordinate or pay for a professional photo shoot day. 
No, it's true. In fact, we do own a, a men's outdoor apparel brand as well, together with some creator partners. It's called Muskox, go muskox.com. And we've been able to get our product photographed in different areas that you know we weren't smart enough to forecast or plan in advance, but from the mountains of Alaska to the deserts in the Middle East and, and everywhere in between. And it's just fantastic content that we would have never been able to have a budget or been smart enough to try to contract out, even if we tried. So creators are creative people. I know that's a big insight here, Lucas, but getting your product into the hands of creative people is a good thing. Who would have thought that creators create? <laughs> what are some of the other common types of influencer marketing? So I have written down pay for posts or shoutouts, whitelisting. What are some of those strategies that anyone listening may have heard of and would you recommend them? There's not a necessarily one size fits all, but one of the things that we see is if you have long form content and in YouTube, sort of the 800 pound gorilla in long form content, you can either do something that's integrated or dedicated. So integrated basically means a piece of the content is where the creator is going to advocate for the brand. So it's called a shout out. It's called an integration. It's the same thing, but basically the creator owns the content in terms of what it will be. Maybe if it's a lifestyle creator, it's about them going to the mall for a day. It would be a terrible video in my opinion, but some of their audience might love it. And then midway through the video or whatever the point where there's a natural breaking point, the creator is going to advocate for a particular brand and say, Hey, I want to say thanks to, to brand X for sponsoring this video. Here's why I like the brand. You know, check out their landing page and they would have a, a call to action there. So that would be an integration or, or a shout out. A dedicated video is where a brand would work together with the creator to figure out what's going to be the creative concept for the entire video. I think it's important to note that the creator always has final say because ultimately it's their channel, even if it's a dedicated video. So there's also, you know, ranges in between with thematic videos. Those same principles apply whether you're talking about Twitch and integrating into a, a live stream or you're talking about Instagram or TikTok. Those those principles apply. The the other big thing to be able to capitalize and this is a really big trend here, Lucas, that I think a lot of people are, are tuned into with the convergence of influencer paid social and UGC is being able to use the creator's platform to be able to push out paid social. So this is not, you know, getting a video clip from a creator and pushing it out on your brand's Facebook account. No, this is actually the content is going to appear from the creator to the viewers. And then by connecting your brand account with the creator's account, you can choose what audience to push out the creator's content to, whether it's the creator's organic audience or, if it's, or maybe it's audiences that you've already built inside of Facebook to continue to run with that example. But regardless of what you're doing, it's an opportunity to use the creator's brand advocacy through paid social. And so we call it influencer paid social. You'll probably hear the term whitelisting or boosted content. You know, different platforms have, have different terms. But at the end of the day, you're doing paid social where instead of the content appearing as though it's from your brand, it's as appearing as though it's from the creator. That's a really powerful new component of, of influencer marketing. And it further cements the need to be able to have a flexible marketing department where who should handle this? Should it be your influencer team? If you do have an influencer team or should it be your paid social team? You need to have more collaboration than, than ever as different marketing channels are, are continue to converge here in, in 2021. The last items we have here to take it home is moving into a formal influencer program. And then we're going to talk a little bit about the value of building relationships. So let's say, you know, you've been sending the product out, seeding the product, maybe just paying for the shout outs, doing some of the stuff that we've been chatting about before. 
What does it then take to move into a more formal influencer program from there? There's two ways to think about this. The first one is sort of a, a practical way and the second strategic. But from a practical perspective, do as much as you possibly can with your team and your bandwidth for free. And you're going to learn and understand pretty quickly that it is tough to scale influencer marketing, particularly when you're trying to do it for product for a post. That's very labor intensive, but it can turn a lot of reward. So once you sort of understand influencer and, and frankly, like some of the challenges and some of the hurting of cats, then at that point, once you really understand what you want, what works, what doesn't, that's a great time to look at really ramping up into more of a paid influencer campaign where now you're exchanging dollars for, for posts. It still has to be authentic. The creator has to be into your product. But at the end of the day, you want to move to that model. The second way, which is a little bit more strategic way, is when you're ready to stop selling product and start building a brand, influencer at scale can be a really fantastic approach. So what I mean by that is there's a lot of brands who, less so today with iOS 14 and beyond, but who are kind of on that silicon valley hamster wheel where they're just doing paid social and they're continuing to to pay for new customers on and on and on and that can work but it's a little bit of a trap because you're not building a brand you're just selling a product and an influencer because it's a full funnel measurement approach but because of that value it does sell product in a measurable tangible way but also it starts to really build that brand. And so when brands want, you know, these thought leaders and people who are kind of like that cool older cousin you had growing up where like no matter what they are into, if they liked it, you're going to like it. And influencer marketing is kind of the same. And now you've got these people saying this brand is something that's legit and I've opted into and chosen to follow that person. That starts to make an impact in terms of building a brand and start to have that halo effect and that word of mouth marketing that, that you referenced. There's a lot of power there. I think so as well. As we take it home, do you want to talk a little bit about the value and power of building relationships? Yeah, I think this is one of the things where it's it's tough to be able to articulate what exactly is going to happen. But when brand identifies creator who, who works well with them and is effective and move to a long-term relationship, there's just a lot of, of value there because typically these creators are going to now include the brand as part of their, their lifestyle. It might be something as simple as like a home security system where every day you're coming back into your house, you're leaving your house and you're making a quick comment about, thanks, Simply Safe for keeping me safe. And guess what? That's not even being paid for. Now, we've seen situations where creators have gone to Reddit and advocated for a brand when, when questions had come up. And you've got this situation where a brand saying, no, 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 we protect our data and it's safe and secure, that kind of becomes noise to most consumers. But if you have a creator who has their own authentic, excuse me, their, their own brand to be concerned with, and they've actually gone to your facility and seen everything that you do, and they're willing to vouch for you, like suddenly you've got third-party advocacy where you're cutting through the noise and people are actually able to, to listen and, and take that advice. And so this happens when you have these long-term partnerships together between a brand and a creator. And that's really where, where the magic happens. Awesome. Well, Brad, thank you so, so much for joining us. I know people can find you at the Outloud Group. Where else can people find you, get in touch if they want to engage with the Outloud Group, either as, as a creator, an influencer, or, or a brand? You can find us at outloudgroup.com is our website. If you're interested in me personally, you can you can find me on, on Twitter, bhoos, B-H-O-O-S. 
S. But yeah, if you're interested in, in learning more about influencer marketing, by all means, reach out to us on our website, shoot me a note. Happy to talk. Always love to, to talk shop. Appreciate the opportunity to chat with anyone interested in, uh, in nerding out a bit about influencer. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed it, I would love a subscribe on Apple, a follow on Spotify, or even just send me a message saying you enjoyed the episode. I had a really nice message from a, a listener saying that they like to listen on their way to work give them some ideas for that day and it's not too much to consume love hearing messages like that it lets me know i'm on the, the right track creating good useful content so make sure you're subscribed and if you really enjoy it leave a review it's like leaving a tip always always appreciated thank you so much brad we will be back here in the near future so make sure you're subscribed Steel switched to OmniSend and immediately saw a lift in revenue. They started automating their welcome series, card abandonment series, and their post-purchase messaging. Just like Baking Steel is the perfect upgrade for your kitchen, OmniSend is the perfect upgrade for your Shopify store's marketing automation. 70,000 customers from home and kitchen brands to consumables and everything in between trust OmniSend. If you're not using a marketing automation platform that connects directly with Shopify, what are you waiting for? Don't leave revenue on the table this BFCM. Triple Whale is doing some amazing things nowadays. They're developing just a huge range of tools to help your brand stay informed and scale. And Whale Mail is where you can get all these details. So head over to triplewhale.com and sign up today.